0: Here on Mondays, we check in live on the telephone with R.W. Estella. Good morning, R.W. Hey, good morning, Allison. Yesterday was fitness expert Jack LaLanne's 96th birthday. Born in Francisco on the 26th of September, 1914, LaLanne would later confess that he spent his early life being anything but healthy, self-describing his formative years as being those of a holic. But at age 15, LaLanne heard popular health advocate Paul Bragg lecture on nutrition and health and become inspired to start exercising and focusing on his own diet. Soon he was also studying Gray's Anatomy, lifting weights and building up his body. By age 21 in California he had opened up a health spa, one of the first in the country, and begun designing weight training equipment. Within a few decades his name would appear on more than 200 health clubs. Along the way, LaLanne hosted a long-running television show on which he demonstrated exercises for his audiences to stay fit. Off-screen, he published books and videos and marketed his name on exercise equipment, an electric juicer, and a range of vitamin supplements. Understandably, having cultivated such a presence not only on the American scene, but also around the world, Millane would just as soon keep racking up the years. Since death, he says, would ruin my image. These days, he's no longer performing superhuman feats such as doing 1,033 push-ups in 23 minutes or at a depth of 20 feet underwater, handcuffed and shackled and towing a 2,000-pound boat, swimming the length of the Golden Gate Bridge. How life force is linked to one's reason for being keeps us all interested. Throw in longevity and the fascination is automatic. I'm in awe, for example, that my great-aunt Hetvik turned 100 a few weeks ago just as I've become increasingly curious by the year as to what's making the local owner of our townhouse complex tick. He's in his late 90s now, been a billionaire for decades, and seems to be getting around all right, staying relatively clear in the head, still driving in the daytime, etc. A consensus among those who know him holds that it's his love of money that propels him on and on through life. Perhaps, but one's raison d'etre, one's zest for life, may take many forms. Consider recently promoted Captain Dan Luckett, 27, of Norcross, Georgia. Two years ago in Iraq on Mother's Day, Luckett was in an Army Humvee leading his platoon down a Baghdad street when an armor-piercing lump of molten copper, known as a penetrator bomb, ripped through his vehicle and sheared off his left foot above the ankle and took off his toes and metatarsals of his right foot. Since then, Luckett has been fitted with a prosthetic leg on the limb where his ankle and foot were, and a removable carbon plate that runs under his heel and fills the space at the end of the limb where his toes were. He's become so proficient in the use of prosthetics that he's able to carry a 35-pound backpack 12 miles in less than three hours. And he has redeployed to a war zone, this time to southern Afghanistan, just west of Kandahar. Meanwhile, way west of Kandahar, in Damascus, Syria, a group of disabled young Americans and Syrians met under the auspices of the Open Hands Initiative, a nonprofit organization founded by U.S. philanthropist and businessman J.T. Snyder, and of Liquid Comics CEO Shirad Devarajan. There, the young Americans and Syrians brainstormed a new superhero, a young Muslim boy who loses his legs in a landmine accident and must learn to come to terms with the reality of his disability while learning to use his newfound power to fight for social inclusion, equity, and justice. Liquid Comics plans to launch the new superhero in comic book format in early November. Longevity and life, of course, always has a beginning, as it does an end. And in Japan, scientists have developed a robot they believe can aid people with mild dementia by giving verbal reminders about things such as appointments and taking medicine. A joint venture by Japan's National Rehabilitation Center for Persons with Disabilities, National Institute of Advanced Industrial Science and Technology, and the University of Tokyo, The cylindrically shaped 2.2 pound, one foot, four inch tall robot produced by NEC should be ready for use in five years. It will say things like, today is the day you go to the service center, isn't it? Or the person coming to pick you up will be here soon. Why don't you use the bathroom? I don't know. Maybe those scientists are onto something. Having an annoying little R2-D2 following me around all day and nagging me might just help restore some of my lost memory. So I could get rid of the contraption and regain some peace and quiet. From our domain, have a great day.